0: Rock your Monday, or Tuesday, or Wednesday, or whatever day you're listening. No, y'all are listening on Mondays because you know what's up. I mean, I hope so. You are here for more dick cages.
1: You're here for... We <laughs> haven't heard about dick cages in a while. Well,
0: one of my stories today is about a dick cage. <laughs> oh, no. Going right out the bat. What
1: was the other one? Haley's Pet, mm-hmm. right? hmm who could forget those pictures in the forest? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I have seen some recently, too, that were sent to us by our friend, Mike, who sent them in. And I don't know, those poor men. I still feel so bad for y'all. But this is going to mm. make you feel even worse if you are thinking about a dick cage. There is four... 48 pounds, I don't know what that translates to in US dollars, but a man cage, 16 male, four and a half inch, clear chastity cage with urethral sound. So not only, men, you might want to plug your ears, is it a dick cage, but it goes in your
1: urethra. (gasps) Oh my God, why? And you can just buy this. Yowza. That has to hurt so bad.
0: So it says it's light, durable, hypoallergenic, consists of three parts that fit perfectly together, and yeah, you basically put this thing inside your pee-pee hole. Oh, no. Why are y'all doing this to yourselves? Who hurt you? Yeah. Why is this a thing? It makes me so sad and scared for you. I mean, that has to
1: hurt. It stays in the urethra?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it looks like at least. I mean, it's a clear
1: cock cage with oh, this. It looks like a metal shiver, pole. Uh, yeah, shivers down my spine, and I don't have a dick. <sighs> and if I had a dick, the last thing I'd be doing would be locking it up with something that went in my pee hole.
0: All right, men, you want to plug your ears for this one, but it says it's made from smooth, flexible, medical-grade silicone, which clicks into the bottom of the device and goes into the opening of the urethra.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Why are you doing this? It has to be one of those, like, pleasure pain things that people really enjoy the pain from that. Any
0: man that I know who has ever had a catheter has complained about it, you're and that's not a willing thing that you just are like oh okay we're just gonna
1: do this that is I I don't get it but while I was on this this is just so disturbing to me <laughs> and and still the whole point of this is to not fuck right why having sex feels so good well maybe
0: y'all. Your man's been a little naughty naughty and, you know, putting his dick in people he shouldn't be. So then you have to put it in a cage so you can keep an eye on it. That's the only thing That's I can think of. That's the only thing I can think of. Especially with the urethra thing. Yeah,
1: because sex feels so great. Why would you want to lock it up, not have sex, and then have something shoved in a painful hole? Right.
0: Well, while I was perusing this website, which is called Peak
1: Boo, I just, I ca- I cannot understand this. I just can't.
0: There is another device that is a ball stretcher. Oh, my God. Why?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And every time I see shit like that, I'm seriously, I'm just like, who hurt you? Why would you want to stretch your balls? You want them to be high and tight. You don't want them to be flopping around while you're fucking. Mm -hmm. You want them flopping around? I ain't mad if they're flopping around. Oh, no. (laughs) I like them high and tight. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. So it
0: says for wearing comfort and exciting testicle stretching.
1: Have I discussed on this podcast before the, the man that I had sexual relations with that had very saggy balls? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, his balls were like halfway down his leg. They were so fucking saggy.
0: Oh, I don't think... Halfway down his leg? They were so saggy. I what does mean, that like, look like in shorts? I mean, you, you look like you have like a up. colostomy bag or something. That's 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 too big. I
1: mean, to the point where if there was like doggy style sex, those things would be like slapping your belly. <laughs> and, then, and
0: then they're slapping his back too. So to go from the, the stomach to the back every time with every thrust. It's just.
1: <laughs> and I was like, what is with these? balls and we all know i'm not a ball person anyways so i wasn't fondling I just, these things Why but.
0: i still can't under why what what do you have against
1: the balls in my head i envisioned this man's balls you could like twist them one <laughs> way and let them and go and they just be can... like <laughs> <laughs> like those old toys that you yeah. had that like knocked together and that is the only ball play I would have done here because that would have been entertaining (laughs) I just I'd rather focus on the dick than the balls I, I like it all Mm. And you know, and now that we learned about grapefruiting, you know, mm-hmm. god, I, I'm more focused on the dick than so, the balls. So
0: my my buddy at the gym, Brian, shout out to Brian. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> like, you have to see this video. Grapefruiting. Uh, of grapefruiting. And so I sent it to him and I was like, <laughs> the oh. 250 mark is where she makes that like god awful noise. And I'm like, you, you have to like, even if you don't want to watch the whole thing, just fast forward to that part. So he messages me after he was like, holy shit, I was sitting in my car and got it in surround sound. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I can only imagine. But then me and you were sending the um, comments. C- comments and the one person was like, it sounds like the goddamn Tasmanian devil. <laughs>
1: Because I didn't even see the comments till later because I was showing some people at work and then I started looking at the comments. I was like, oh my God, I'm here for this.
0: So, I mean, so funny. He goes, oh my God, I had it on in my car so that noise was coming through the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
1: surround sound. Well, it turns out Mr. Saggy Balls had lost like 300 pounds. So oh, I don't Oh, I think that. I didn't know that would affect your balls. He lost all the weight, but apparently that ball skin didn't just s- shrink back up. Oh
0: my God. I didn't even, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. The fact that that can affect
1: <laughs> it. I mean, if you think about it, though, like when people have, you know, weight loss surgery, you know, yeah. losing. Or maybe it was 200 pounds he lost. So over 100 doesn't pounds. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's still a lot of weight that I he I mean, lost. you have like excess skin. They have to have like skin removal surgery. Maybe he had removal surgery in other areas. I don't know. I didn't spend a whole lot of time with this man. Hmm. Um, it was a short-lived romance. Oh. But I can tell you that the balls didn't shrink back up.
0: I just never thought they would be affected by that. Right.
1: Well, they are.
0: Damn. You learn something every day.
1: Do your balls hang mm-hmm. low? Do they wobble to mm-hmm. and fro? Can you tie them in, them in <laughs> or not? Can you, tie-
0: <laughs> Can you throw him over your shoulder? He sure fucking he could. Sure could. He sure could. Can you whack her in the stomach? <laughs> and then come around your back. <laughs> Do your balls Hey, see these are always Hello. my favorite conversations, just talking about sax. <laughs> talking about sax.
1: It's sax talk. It's sax time. Welcome to Sax Talk with Melinda and Gina. Well, my next story that I found on the interwebs, number 1, of course, it's a Florida man story. Number 2, it involves the dick. Mm. <laughs> Florida man is at it again, this time trying to smuggle crystal meth into jail by hiding it in what I would call a not-so-comfortable place to hide crystals. Oh, snap. I wonder where this is. (laughs) Deputies say they were in the process of booking Shaft Bang Adams 30. Now that's a nickname. That's his name. His actual name is Shaft Bang Adams. Come on. I swear to God. Into the Orange County Jail on May 13th where they located four (laughs) white crystal rocks inside his penis skin (gasps) during a strip search. Oh, my God. So I'm assuming he was uncut and he was hiding these rocks in his little... (laughs) Those poor... People who have to search body cavities.
0: <laughs> You're having to pull back a man's foreskin to find drugs. Yeah. Dude, he probably thought he was
1: brilliant
0: too. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm, if he was uncut and just no shoved one's going to check little...
0: my foreskin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like, what? Can you, what if they started like melting or something? Could you get high from that? Like I feel so dumb right now, but I'm thinking like acid absorbed into the skin, right? What about meth? Could you get fucking high like with meth in your dick?
0: I'm I mean, clear. you would think because of absorption you would, I don't know. I would, I'm going to say yes.
1: You would think. And once I show you his mugshot he looks higher than a fucking kite i
0: so thought you were gonna say you're gonna show me a picture (laughs) of it i was here for that i
1: wish oh my god i wish because you know the police had to take pictures of the meth in his the rocks in his foreskin god i wish they had that on here a record show a field test was conducted and the rocks tested positive for methamphetamine adams is facing two charges including contraband in a state facility and possession of methamphetamine here is his mugshot I didn't expect that. (laughs) His
0: eyes are beat red, though. Like, he's fucked up. He's fucked up. What does his tattoo
1: across his chest say? His name? It does. It says, Shaft B. (laughs) Adams. It also says you know, Jordan S-O-B-T. I don't know what that means. But yeah, it says across his chest, it says Shaft B. Adams.
0: Oh, honey, you're nine months pregnant. What are you going to name your little baby boy?
1: Shaft, shaft Bang Adams. <laughs> shaft. Wow. Because someday he's going to hot drugs in his shaft. Shaft. <laughs> on so
0: i just crack rock crack rock in your dick folds um so i was trying to find out (laughs) if you could get high off of crack in your penis
1: (laughs) another google search engine
0: (laughs) um and while i was googling this suggestion came up oh can you get high from cat pee ew It says, Mr. Mackey explains that urine used by male cats to mark their territory in the presence of other male cats can cause one to become
1: intoxicated when inhaled. Other cats are humans. People be finding fucked up ways to get fucked up. If that's where your life is at, where you're getting high off a cat pee... I think it's (sighs) humans. I don't know where your life has gone wrong if you're getting high off of cat urine. (laughs) (laughs) Like... I mean, it's cheap. <laughs> I guess is it though? Because a cat isn't cheap. You got to buy cat food, a litter box, Maybe litter. It's not your cat. <sighs> I can't. I, I
0: yeah. Uh, let's see here. I mean, cat pee smells awful. awful too. It is what may happen if you regularly inhale pee of cats after leaving the body. It's just a matter of time before cat piss comes into contact with bacteria. Blah blah Ew. blah. Ew. It says maybe. Can cat urine get you high? The answer is maybe. It says it is worth noting that no one would be stoned once cats unwillingly sit on their face. What is I'm done. Okay. We're moving on. Moving on from moving along. Oh, I guess people have talked about this because it happened in an episode of South Park where people started getting high on cat urine. Oh my
1: gosh.
0: Oh, they're calling it
1: cheesing? So, wait, did we find out whether you can get high off of crystal meth rocks on your skin? I didn't get that far. I'm still curious about that because this man looks, shaft looks fucked up. So, I can only imagine them rocks in his dick were getting him high. <laughs> Or like a woman, right? Like, what if you put rocks up your pussy? Crystal meth, for rocks. sure.
0: I mean, you'd think your butthole and yeah. your vagina, for sure. The only thing that's coming up when I Google this is just saying how to have treatment for your skin from after Well, if meth anyone sores. knows
1: the answer to this, please enlighten us. Can you get high off of a crack rock in your pussy? <laughs> well, we know, for in sure. I would imagine because like <laughs> that's what penis. when
0: kids were doing plugging. And you would soak the the tampon tampon in
1: alcohol and insert it inside yourself. Yeah, but does a crack rock work the same? Can somebody send us a crack rock and we'll try it? Can anyone
0: (laughs) send Gina a crack rock to try it? I'm all set, y'all.
1: I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That is taking it (laughs) way too far. My
0: crack rocks came. Shazam. I want my
1: red balls. Oh my God. If I ever get to the point where trying things for this podcast, I'm putting a crack rock in my pussy, somebody (laughs) come intervene and help me.
0: I mean, we tried watermelon and mustard. It's next natural step.
1: (laughs) Crack rocks in the pussy. Yep. (laughs) Okay. If you ain't trying it. Someone help us. You know, it is Sunday, technically, today when we're recording, and we are having Sunday fun day and drinking champagne, so this episode could go anywhere. It's supposed to be true crime. It could go anywhere. Who knows? Who knows? So I actually have another fun story involving poo, but not like you would think it, not in the normal, dirty way. A South Korean professor developed a toilet That turns human waste into energy. Oh. This is going to be a little too scientific for me right now. Well, I think this is pretty cool. He developed this eco-friendly toilet that uses human waste to generate electricity to power one building. It's called the BV Toilet. It's equipped with a vacuum pump that sends human waste into an underground tank. Micro-organisms, that was hard to say, in the tank, then convert the waste to methane, which acts as a source of energy for the building and powers a gas stove, hot water boiler, and solid oxide fuel cell. Which this is really cool. They're yeah. using, that's a renewable energy source. A way right? to,
0: to keep, you know, waste from, I mean, I guess they figured out how to convert waste into water.
1: This is pretty cool. And then he also has created a virtual currency, Jigul, which is earned by using the toilet, the BV toilet. A person can earn up to 10 Jigul a day, which can be used to purchase goods such as freshly brewed coffee, instant cup noodles, fruits, or books on the campus where this toilet is being used. Hmm. So how cool is that? It's being used at the South Korea's Ulsan National Institute of Science and Technology. Poo money. You can buy ramen with your poo money <laughs> to make more poo. A cup of coffee. <laughs> and all you got to do is just take a dump. I'm
0: very happy that they're finding ways to make I think energy. this is so
1: cool. It is. The different ways we can use uh, forget about solar power, or anything like you can use your shit. I like it. And I like the incentives too. Take a shit, we'll buy you noodles. Take a
0: shit, we'll buy you noodles. I would do
1: it for a cup of
0: ramen. Honestly, Gina, I don't think there's much that you wouldn't do, so <laughs> no one is surprised by that. I do
1: say I'll try anything once.
0: Crack rocks in the poochie, Pouche poochie. There's most
1: things I'd try once. <laughs> We're not ruling this one out or we are ruling this I'm one out? I'm ruling out crack rocks ah. in the pussy. I don't want to but end up like Tyrone but Biggums. But for
0: the podcast, I thought you loved our listeners, Gina. Oh, they want to know. I, I promise you if that happens I will record
1: <laughs> a YouTube video.
0: I have a poop story serial pooper banned from defecating and urinating in open spaces after numerous convictions in a British town. They said she broke the number two rule over and over again. Ha ha ha. Ha
1: ha.
0: Look at this mugshot.
1: Oh,
0: what is with that
1: hair? Did you watch Orange is the New Black? No, I've never watched it. (sighs) You suck. I know. Uh, I watch Hoarders. I watch... Ooh, have you watched Fear Street on Netflix yet? That's really good. No, I it's like cheesy but good. I like good cheesy. There's three different movies out now that was really good. I watch Stranger Things. There is a lot of good. Sh- I watched Twilight. There is a lot of good shows that I watch. <laughs> Minus Twilight. Okay. You should watch Fear Street. I think you'd like it. I
0: read those books when I was a teenager.
1: Yeah. See, you would like it.
0: What I, What's next on my agenda is Sex Life. I have them all downloaded. I will be watching them on my next plane ride. Oh, I heard that that is good. I heard you're not supposed to watch it on a plane because there's a lot of nudity and maybe I'll just bring a blanket along and go to pound town by myself (laughs) on the plane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you take a look at that ma'am up there with underneath the blanket?
1: (gasps) (laughs) The blanket's moving around vigorously. I think I could do it stealth if I really wanted to. (laughs) I'll
0: let you all know. I like watching movies like that that get you turned on. I'm not like a porno person. I don't sit and watch porno. I need more of the storyline. Like yeah, build it not up for a me.
1: Porn storyline. Mm-hmm. Those are always the
0: worst. I wanna I wanna like know what's going on for real. I've heard it's sexy. I'm excited to
1: watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna download those and watch them too. Are you gonna go on a plane too? Maybe. You're just and gonna masturbate. book a flight
0: just to just, masturbate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I have to say I've never (laughs) masturbated on a plane before. Hmm. Bucket list. I think I'm going to have to put it on there. Masturbate on plane. Seize the day. In your seat with a blanket. Go in the bathroom. Like, how are you doing this? Doesn't
0: matter. Still counts. You get more points (laughs) if you're at your seat. I, I'm not encouraging this, y'all, because you know what's going to happen. You're going to get arrested, and then you're going to be like, well, they told me to do it.
1: <laughs> I have given head on a plane before. We've discussed that yeah. previously in an episode. And I'm pretty sure that the people around us might have known, but nobody said anything.
0: I wonder if there's a kid. If Could you get like in big trouble for that?
1: If there's a kid Probably. Around? Well, I don't know, because no dick was exposed. My head was under the blanket. <laughs> I could have been doing anything under there. I could have been eating a sandwich.
0: I feel like I knew this story of this man who was masturbating on a plane. He was on a window seat, but he put the blanket over his body. Did we talk about this on the
1: podcast? I don't know because we did have a mile high episode where we discussed yeah, sex. Maybe on we did,
0: but you could clearly because the lo- the light was shining through the blanket. You could clearly see what this man was doing. Oh no, that would gross me out, honestly. If I saw a woman doing it, I don't think it would bother me, but seeing a man doing it, it would be so gross
1: to me. It depends what kind of man, I guess. <laughs> if it was like an attractive dude, I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> but if it was some nasty...
0: <laughs> which is probably the type of man who would masturbate on a plane. Yeah. If it
1: was some nasty old man that smelled like fried chicken, mm, it would gross Then you know. I'd go
0: help him if he smelled like fried chicken. <laughs> yeah yeah I I don't know I feel like if you caught a woman doing it I don't think it would offend me as much maybe because I don't think like you it could, would
1: offend anyone because you could
0: just stick your fingers in your well no because then I
1: don't want her like touching everything then after I think if a man saw a woman masturbating on a plane they would start getting hard. I think I'd start getting oh excited. my god that reminds me when we went to Disney we were taking turns riding some rides and it was oh, the- yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. (laughs) You had just walked away to go buy a bottle of water. And I was like, oh my God, why did she walk away just now? Because this kid, and I don't know if it's because he got off of the ride, and it was the Flight of Passage, which is this simulated, you're riding a banshee from Avatar ride. And it's a really fucking cool ride. super cool. This young man, you know, I'd say adolescent, early teen years, had just a full-on erection. (laughs) I mean, I got a little wet on that ride, too, because it felt so good, you know? I'm just kidding. And he's talking to his dad. It's He had gym shorts on. It was blatantly obvious, which is fine. Like, erections happen. Maybe the ride was just really that exciting. I don't know. It wasn't that exciting to me where I would get wet, but... It, it was, was like, my first time on it, and I
0: will disagree with that statement, Gina. It was pretty
1: exciting, yeah.
0: It was. You can feel it breathing between your legs, and then it
1: vibrates. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Um, but how, as a parent, is my question, where you don't, like, pull your son aside. Do you and be think like- the dad noticed? There's no way he couldn't notice. I wasn't the only person standing there that noticed because there was two young girls that were laughing and pointing next to me. Oh, no. Two teenage, you know, young girls that if were laughing was and
0: pointing. this at Animal Kingdom with an erection
1: right after the Pandora ride, write us in because you're probably humiliated right now just don't know there's no way his dad didn't notice which it's fine it's your body but how do you not like pull your son aside and be like hey i'm just helping you out you know calm down a little bit whatever something you just let your kids stand there and let everybody point and laugh and like at his
0: oh my maybe, god maybe maybe he's into humiliation play
1: i maybe i don't know if that were my son i'd pull him aside and help him like help him out you know be like oh i think you're a little excited right now time to put your boner away <laughs> right <laughs> Why don't you go to the bathroom, walk it off, turn around, you know, something. Rub it on that tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I just keep thinking, I'm like,
0: shit, this is what I'm going to have to deal with growing up with a boy. Yeah. Oh, I
1: feel like you would help your son out.
0: Yeah. If that were you. Stand in front of him. He's something. Give him a book.
1: Uh, There was many places where we were standing. Talk about his grandma naked. You know, something, (laughs) right? Yeah. There were so many places where we were. No offense, mom.
0: (laughs) What'd you say? I said, no offense, mom. I didn't think of, like, my mom
1: being the grandma. (laughs) There were so many places we were standing where he could have pulled him aside and helped him out, you Just
0: backed him into a corner. Yeah, something. There was a restroom right there.
1: Anything. Yeah.
0: There was a store. You could have bought him something to cover it up with. A headband, Mickey <laughs> that ears. That drum that
1: lit up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> something. Oh,
1: man. That
0: poor kid. Or maybe he was his dad was like, Gregory, put your boner away. No, the
1: dad was just talking. And I was just, oh, my God. this. Is, I feel so embarrassed for this kid. Especially because those girls were laughing and pointing. And it was very obvious.
0: I think he liked it. <laughs> Maybe what his dad was saying was turning him on. Uh,
1: I'm like, of course you had to walk away at that moment, too. I was like, Mel, Mel. I know.
0: It's disappointing I missed it, but I'm not super mad that I missed it. I felt bad for him. I, I, I don't need to see an adolescent boner. No, nobody did. That was the point. The parents should have helped him out. I'm just saying I'm not mad I missed it. I'm not really
1: mad I missed it, but it was quite funny. All right, so this next article, I want to know your thoughts on this, especially being a mom to a son. (sighs) Speaking of all these things we're talking about, it's just segueing right into it. (laughs) An Indonesian mom admits to watching porn with her son's To educate them. No. Mm mm. A pop star has revealed she watches pornography with her teenage sons, claiming it's educational. 49-year-old Indonesian singer Yuni Shara made the admission in a YouTube interview saying she didn't want to be old-fashioned and was trying to encourage her boys to be more open-minded. She said she's trying to teach them about the do's and don'ts of real sex life. So she thinks it's better if she asks them, what do you guys think about watching the porn together? Like, is it cool? And they'll be like, mom, don't do this. How old are these kids? I mean, they're grown teenagers. She said it's impossible for our children nowadays to not watch porn, whether it's anime or any other kind that are available nowadays. An Indonesian psychologist backed her unusual methods, telling the news outlet Antara that she was doing the right thing. When we see kids watching pornographic movies, no matter how uncomfortable the situation is, we should never be angry because they will only do it again in secret.
0: See, I feel like there's nothing wrong with kids watching it to understand and educating your kids at some point to know what you're watching isn't real life but to sit there and watch it with them it's a little
1: strange I don't
0: it makes me feel icky
1: well and I showed you the picture of her and her sons I mean they're they they look like they're 15 16 they look grown yeah maybe 17 they're very tall
0: I just I, I don't know like sitting there watching it if your boys are in their 20s is different than if they're under 18 I think it I don't know it makes me feel icky I I don't know I guess I'm not in that situation. Maybe my ideals will change. I think it's important for boys to know what they see
1: but isn't real life. Here's my argument with their saying that uh, this is like real life. Since when is porn real life? It's not. They always create these scenarios that usually are not real life. I don't understand how that's helping your, teach your kids something about sex.
0: No, and I mean, I think it's a good thing for boys especially to know limitations with women and understand, because I swear to God, I just read something in the news again the other day about these boys and how they were talking about women and how if they can't give consent, that's still consent. All this stuff, I'm like, we are doing our our daughters a disservice, which I feel like on my true crime when I was saying it, it was basically what I was talking about. But there was yet another instance where this came up where I'm like, what is happening here that these young boys are feeling that it's okay to treat women this way or like if a woman can't consent, it means it's okay. I right. feel like it's probably porno that they're watching. So it's a good thing as a parent to like interject to be like, this isn't real life. But to sit there and actually watch it with them, I... Ooh. Well, and ask them what they like about it. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of icky
1: to me. I don't have like a... Okay, so one of her sons is 19 and the other one is 16. I just looked it up. So- I mean, the
0: 19-year-old, I guess, I, I don't feel as icky with as the 16-year-old because he is an adult, can make that decision if he wants to watch it with his mom or not. But
1: a 16-year-old, I feel differently about I'm not a fan. Yeah, I just I don't I don't understand how porn is teaching your kids about real life sex. To me, porn's like the opposite of real life sex, right? Of course, I do believe in being open in conversations about sex with your children. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. But watching porn, I'm going to have to say a hard pass for me on that. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, teach your children how to know that sex is valuable and important and mean something. And I don't think that porn is teaching that or conveying that, you know, I like, I don't know. So this one's a little off for me. I think maybe it's a little too much of a try hard here trying to be a cool mom.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so sick of that. I'm not like those other moms. I'm a cool mom. I watch porn with
1: my sons and teach them about sex.
0: Ew. No. No more.
1: I'm going to go ahead and say you will never catch me watching porn with my kids and asking them questions about it. And never. Never. I mean,
0: I feel like if you caught your child watching porn, you can say, I'm here for you if you have questions. Yes. Just know that what you're watching isn't reality. It's
1: this fake scenario created.
0: To like sit... oh sit on the couch next to your two sons and watching this yeah
1: no No. and i think about like some of the cheesy ass porns i've seen in my life how uncomfortable not only would i feel but i can imagine how uncomfortable my kids would feel too yeah Mm -mm. i personally i'm all set on this one to each their own there's no right or wrong way to parent right okay i'm not trying to like be that person that's like We can have our opinions. Yeah. This is this is a little much for me. Okay, well, since it's our true crime episode, I found a really disgusting story. Mmm. Kenyan police arrested a twenty-two year old man in Homa Bay after he was found licking blood off of the body of a teacher from a local school. What the hell? The suspect, who was identified as Onyago, was nabbed at the mortuary just hours after the body of the woman had been taken there. What? Reports indicated that the man demanded to view the body of a male whose name was on the list of those bodies that had been stored there, but later turned to the body of the woman who was gunned down by unknown men and insisted to kneel there and started licking her blood. That is disgusting. It's so disgusting. The suspect's action attracted attention of the mortuary attendants, who raised alarm to the security officer based at the county referral hospital who arrested him and handed him to the police there's something wrong with that man upstairs they said they're interrogating him to find out if there's a link between his actions and the death of the teacher like maybe he had something to do with it this is icky this is so disgusting to me gross what's wrong with people i don't know
0: I'm, i'm like losing all faith in humanity Boys Ugh. getting boners at theme parks, <laughs> men licking blood off deceased women, Well, and if locking he had your dicks something up, to to sticking do, sticking something in your ureter, urethra. urethra. <laughs> ureter. That was a little too far up.
1: <laughs> urethra. You know what? Would you be surprised if I said there's a ure- ureter no. spike? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. We did get a little turned on at Animal Kingdom, though, when we went on that Yeti ride. Oof. All those pictures of the Yeti. <laughs> the Expedition <laughs> Everest.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I was like, oh, Yeti, Yeti. ravaged me. Mm. Mm.
0: And then he broke the roller coaster and we had to go backwards. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, do me dirty Yeti.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, no, the Yeti is loose and he's angry. He's so mad. I can it's... feel his breath on me.
0: <sighs> Ugh. I still have yet to finish that freaking book.
1: Oh, I just love Yeti.
0: We rode that one all day. We rode that all day. Yeti coaster mm-hmm. just so I could see pictures of him and just rub my nipples. And hear him roar. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I got more turned on by seeing the avatar in the little cruise ride we went on. Damn, he's big. Look at how many arms and hands he has. Woo! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I cannot. I mean, you got hands for boobs, hands for butt, hands for vagina. I mean, y'all, I was there for it. He had a tail. He's like
1: Mm. 20 feet tall. (laughs) Those tails, you're supposed to like interlink the tails together Mm -hmm. and it's like sex. Mm. I want to do that. I want a tail. I want to feel what that feels like. That's how white men have penises. (sighs) Okay, so... My true crime today was actually a listener sent in this story, Erin Wooten. She said, Hi ladies, just wanted to say that I truly enjoy your podcast. It has become my favorite because of your friendship, sense of humors, and all the topics that aren't off limits. Thank you.
0: Thank That's you. sweet. We, Linda, I We watched,
1: really do love each other, you guys. Like we do. Our
0: love for each other is on a different level.
1: If I could show you all the text messages between each other where we're like, I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you too. It's real. It's real. The love (laughs) is real. It's so beautiful. (laughs) She said, Melinda, I watched you on The Real World real world? Why is that so hard to say? And have always thought that you were hilarious. Aww. Happy to hear that you have found happiness in your life. I have a true crime that I thought you ladies would find interesting. Thanks for the kind words. The murder of Shonda Scherer happened in my hometown of Madison, Indiana in 1992. She was 12 years old at the time of her death and she was tortured for hours. So I won't continue to go on because I'm going to share the story. But she said there have been books written about it along with appearances made on Dr. Phil. It was recently in the news a couple of years ago, because now all four of the murderers have been released from prison. (gasps) I was only nine years old when it happened, but it absolutely rocked my little town. Keep up the good work, ladies, Erin. So I had actually never heard of this story. I don't think I have either. And a disclaimer, it's pretty bad, Uh, especially if you think of, you know, how young she was. Not that anyone at any age deserves. Yeah, but that's innocent. That's so. Oh, my God. All right. So here we go. The story of Shonda Sherer. In June 1991, Shonda Shera's mother moved them to New Albany, Indiana, so Shonda would be closer to her father. It was here in this town where Shonda met Amanda Hervin. Initially, the two girls didn't get along and wound up in physical altercation. They originally fought, like didn't get along at all. After spending time in detention together, the girls made up and formed a unique friendship. And I'm reading this from an article on filmdaily.com. I could not find, besides the Dr. Phil episode, anything of a show I could watch yet. So just a disclaimer there too. These are not my words. Someone be like, she's plagiarizing. Y'all got credit. The two girls shifted their relationship from one of strictly platonic friendship to one of a more romantic nature. They attended a school dance together where they encountered Hervin's ex-girlfriend and her name was
0: Melinda. No.
1: (laughs) Melinda Loveless. Loveless. And she was incredibly unhappy to discover her ex with a new love interest. And these
0: girls are 12. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yes. What transpired was the eventual kidnapping, torture, and brutal murder of Shonda Scherer at the hands of Melinda and <gasps> oh. several of her friends.
0: Oh, God.
1: The case garnered worldwide attention because of the cruel brutality inflicted on Scherer. Here's everything about the murder of Shonda Scherer. Oh, I'm so scared. On the night of June 10, 1992, four teenage girls showed up at Shonda Scherer's house. Melinda Loveless, Lori Tackett, Hope Rippy and Tony Lawrence. Rippy and Lawrence went to the front door of Shara's house and attempted to lure her outside under the pretense of meeting up with her girlfriend, Amanda. Shara said that she was unable to leave the house at the moment, but that they should return once her parents were asleep. Shara didn't know that Melinda was in the car. Once the four girls returned to Shara's house... At Wait, a process, but Amanda is there? They were telling her that to lure her to the car. Okay. Because Amanda is Melinda's ex. Right, right, right. But I was just saying, was Amanda actually there? I don't know. I okay. don't think so. Okay. When the four girls returned to Shara's house at approximately 12.30 a.m., Tackett and Rippy went to the door to retrieve Sharer. Loveless stayed in the car again, this time hidden underneath a blanket, yielding a knife. Once inside the car, Loveless emerged from her hiding place and threatened Shara with the knife. The girls drove Shara to Witch's Castle in Utica? U- Utica? Utica? I'm not sure how to say that. Utica.
0: I know that from The Office. Oh, okay.
1: Where they bound her legs and arms and began to the torture of the 12-year-old girl. Okay, but so these girls had to be older
0: than if they're driving. Yeah, some of them must have been
1: like 16. Yeah.
0: This is just awful. And the fact that she told them to come back later too, not obviously knowing
1: what was in store right. for her. And they had time to think about it before they came back as well too.
0: This kind of reminds me of Slender Man because mm-hmm. didn't they lure her out of her home too? Yep.
1: Fuck. Well, they had a sleepover, but... They lured her into the forest where they actually... Maybe it
0: reminds me of a different one then where they like came back and the person snuck out of their house.
1: Maybe it'll come back. I don't know. They bound her legs and arms and began the torture of the 12-year-old girl. They removed her jewelry and began threatening to cut off all of her hair before they eventually lit a fire. They soon left after, fearing that they had drawn attention to themselves lighting the fire. They drove around for a while, allegedly lost... But eventually ended up in the woods behind Tackett's house. Loveless and Tackett dragged Share into the woods while the remaining girls stayed in the car. Loveless and Tackett forced Shara to take off all of her clothes and beat her senseless. Oh my god. Loveless attempted to slash Shara's throat, but the knife wasn't sharp enough. Oh my god, that is just awful. Yeah. At this point, Rippy joined them in the woods and proceeded to hold Cher down while Loveless and Tackett took turns stabbing Cher repeatedly in the chest. They proceeded to strangle the 12 year old with a rope until she lost consciousness. Her body was then placed in the trunk of the car. Despite the brutal injury Cher endured, she was still alive when she was placed in the trunk of the car. Cher was kept in the trunk of the car until morning. During that time, she was driven around a little more, further beaten with a tire iron, and sprayed oh with flammable liquids. Oh, God. Uh, the girls drove how off did to a location. Are these young girls even capable fathom- of doing this? I have no idea. Oh, my Lord. The girls drove to a location just off of US Route 421, where they pulled Cher from the trunk and covered her in a blanket. The young girl was in very bad shape, but was still alive at the moment. Oh, my Lord. They carried Cher out of the field dumped her on the ground, and poured gasoline all over her body. Oh my god, this is horrendous. They set fire to her and walked away. The girls boasted about <sighs> what they had done to Sharer to at least three other people not involved in the crime, including Lovelace's ex-girlfriend and Sharer's current girlfriend, Amanda Hervin. Sharer's parents noticed that their daughter was missing and it filed a missing persons report. Her body was discovered by two locals the next day. Later that night, Lawrence and Rippey went to the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office and gave varying reports of what had transpired the f- previous day. They identified Loveless and Tackett as Shara's murders, and the two girls were arrested the following day. Tackett and Lovelace were both sentenced to 60 years in the Indiana Women's Prison. Neither woman served their full term, though, and Tackett was released in 2018. Lovelace followed soon after in 2019. Rippey also got a 60-year sentence, but 10 years of those years were suspended. During appeals, this was reduced to 35 years because she cooperated with the police.
0: What is happening here?
1: Lawrence received a 20-year sentence. All four girls who were tried as adults took plea bargains to avoid the death penalty. All four convicted girls had experienced physical or sexual abuse in their homes and several of them had histories of self-harming oh, behavior. God. Loveless and Teke had the most extensive history with abuse and mental health issues. All four women have now been released from prison.
0: This is not okay to me. Like they how? they tortured this girl. Yes. And murdered her.
1: And I picked this article as I read several. This one kind of gave information, but not as much information as some of the other articles. Just kind of like more straightforward. More straightforward. You know, some of them, some of the articles were saying how before they had burned her, she was still alive and crying, asking (sighs) for her mom. I'm sorry, but, like, you're a monster. Oh, my God. Terrible. And how did they do this to this poor, innocent 12-year-old girl? Mm. And they're all out of prison now.
0: Yeah, I don't... This this is, like, the Slender Man one we talked about. Mm, Okay, the one girl didn't really want to be involved. And even that is still, like, a tricky thing. And thank the Lord, Peyton's alive. Yeah. But the fact that these girls tortured her for how long overnight left her in the trunk like i mean this is pure evil
1: yeah i i can't even understand how this is possible man this is this is a tough one for me so if you're brave enough you can look at the wikipedia kind of recap of this story it's very disturbing because they go into more details i don't even want to say all of it on here because it's It is so fucking disturbing what these girls did. They even went to McDonald's at 9.30 a.m. for breakfast afterwards where they laughed about her body, saying it looked like one of the sausages they were eating after they burned her. Oh, God. Just really, really fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. So if you would like to read the full story, by all means, go ahead. It's really bad. It's really disturbing. It's really disgusting. And these are young girls. Shonda Shara was 12 years old at the time of the death, and the girls who were involved were aged between 15 and 17. All four of them. So. And
0: then Melinda's just the leader here. Yes, because that it was her ex
1: girlfriend. Yeah, that was involved.
0: I mean, God, even that age, like the odds of your relationship even working out, anyways, long term, is so slim to none.
1: She scares me. Yeah. So I think the fact that all four of the girls had very troubled backgrounds with claims of physical and sexual abuse committed by the parent or other adult kind of had something to do with the fact that they were released, but I'm not exactly clear on that. I know that they had appeals.
0: But I can understand being released from prison, but then I I personally would feel like they would have to stay in some sort of mental health facility.
1: I agree. I agree absolutely, you know, because they're I think they're it's saying that this especially Melinda. Yes. And I think they're saying that this childhood trauma had a lot to do with how they were had a disconnect to like emotions and feelings and all of this and what they did to her. But man, imagine being the parents of this girl that was attacked and No watching all four of these girls that literally tortured and oh killed God. your child See, be released. See, this is where it's
0: like that vigilante justice, where it's like, if this was my kid, I don't think I'd be able to not hurt these girls somehow. Honestly, like, you have to be some sort of high or something in order to just be like, I forgive them. And we've covered stories where people forgive their children's murderers. Mm-hmm. But in this case, the
1: torture...
0: that that this girl went through
1: is so I I can't even imagine knowing something like that happened to my child so Mm. Wikipedia does give like a little update on the parents it says Cher's father Stephen Cher died of alcoholism in 2005 at the age of 53 in an interview with Shonda Cher's mother oh they said there's a series on Deadly Woman about it so I'll have to see if I can find that I haven't heard of that have some more details. It stated that Cher's father was so destroyed by his daughter's murder that he did everything he could to kill himself besides put a gun to his head and that he drank himself to death that he definitely died from a broken heart. And the Shonda Share Scholarship Fund was established in January of 2009. The fund planned to provide scholarships to two students per year from this Prosser School of Technology in New Albany. One scholarship to a student who is continuing his or her education. The other scholarship to a student who is beginning his or her, her career and must-buy tools for the work equipment. But her mother, Jackie, stated that the scholarship fund has been depleted and is no longer accepting donations. Oh,
0: my God, that's so sad. I mean, I feel like my greatest fear in life is something happening to my son. I, you know, in the past, before I had a child, I don't think I could really comprehend what the father was going through. But as a parent now... I think I would be in that same boat, especially if that's your only child, too. If you have other kids, you have to live for them. But if, I mean, if something happened to Camden and he's my only child, I'd go berserk. Yeah. Honest to God. I mean, at what? To for me, I'd feel like, what else do I have to live for? I know that probably sounds so crazy, but I would either get my own sort of freaking justice with these kids because my kid is gone, right? I don't know. I'd, I feel like...
1: <sighs> I hate yeah. saying that, but I just can't imagine the torture as a parent living the rest of your life knowing what happened to your child. No. Was That's so what I'm awful. saying.
0: Yeah. And and knowing these girls are out too. No, even if I knew there was a chance these girls would be getting out, oh
1: I would have that shit planned, man. It does also say that in 2012, Cher's mother, Jackie, made her first contact with Melinda since the trials, although indirectly. Uh, Her mom donated a dog named Angel in Shonda's name to Melinda to train for the Indiana Canine Assistance Network, which provides service pets to people with disabilities. What? So Melinda trains dogs for the program for several years, and Jackie bought... And Shonda's mom gave Melinda a dog. Mm -hmm. She reported that she had endured criticism over the decision, but she defends it saying, it's my choice to make. It is. Shonda's my child. If you don't let good things come from bad things, nothing gets better.
0: Oof, you are a better person
1: than me and I know what my daughter would want my daughter would want this
0: I would get the meanest fattest biggest pit bull and just sick on that you know, bitch. her
1: mom stated <laughs> that she hoped to donate a dog every year in honor of Shonda girl you are Damn. you
0: are a bigger person than me yeah I I don't know how people lose a child to something this horrendous to even forgive that person is one thing but then to be generous to that person yeah wow She's an angel walking among us. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Especially if you go under Wikipedia and read more details of what these girls did to Shonda. It's just truly awful. There was so many times where they could have stopped and been like, we don't need to do this. This is awful. She's still alive. She's still alive. What right. are we doing? And instead, they repeatedly continued to do things to kill her and while she was still alive. The
0: like, thought oh, of being God. stuck in a trunk freaks me out and I'm healthy I couldn't imagine being injured stuck in a trunk like that is that is seriously like I, I don't consider myself super claustrophobic but oh I am so I would be claustrophobic enough Nish- oh that's her that's at 12 years old mm-hmm. she looks like such a grown lady in that picture so sad but being like buried alive is a fear of mine getting in a trunk and having to sit there oh no that's torture in and of itself oof I just I don't like this story this sits so
1: heavy on my heart well that's why I said we might need a disclaimer for this one but thank you Erin for sharing this you know she said this happened in her hometown and it rocked the whole little town and god I can see why that this upsets so many people (sighs) but thank you so much for sharing because you know we love to hear people's stories that they want to share with us about true crimes that hit home to them as well too. And clearly this was something that was very close to home for Aaron to share with us. So we do appreciate that.
0: As Um, hard as it is to hear all these true crimes and talk about it, I feel like in some way it's made me... A more caring person, a more aware person, mm-hmm. a more just conscious of people around me and what they're going through and trying to understand deeper into why people act the way that they do. Yeah. And like as much as it's like hard to hear some of this stuff, I feel like it's helped me grow as a person.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it just makes you so much more aware of like what is out there. You know?
0: <sighs> My lord. I mean, this this one's so messed up to me. Yeah. You know what? I'd be interested to hear people who feel like they are happy that those girls got released. I'd like to hear what your side of the story of that is. Why like educate me on this and why you feel it's a good thing. Like I understand they were young kids but this was pretty malicious and premeditated. So malicious. Just god awful. I understand like how long do you make people suffer for things but i'd be interested to hear someone who has a different viewpoint than i do on this case and maybe you can educate me or maybe open my eyes somehow as to why especially melinda deserves another chance
1: yeah it'd be interesting to hear because she was like the mastermind behind the whole thing you and know? how do you get other people to help them do stuff like I, this i've never understood that either i love you to death but if you were like hey I need you to help me scare the shit out of somebody and potentially stab them and burn them alive. And try I'd try to like, cut
0: their throat with a dull knife. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, um. I mean, so I know if I already
1: had the body dead, you'd help me
0: bury it somewhere, but to get to that point, I don't think you'd be there. No. no. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I just, I never understood that. Was Melinda just like this sweet.
1: I would call your mom immediately. I'd be like, uh. You need to check on your daughter. Aggie, listen, <laughs> I am really worried about Mel. <laughs>
0: well, you may need to make that phone call someday still, but <laughs> I just, I mean, like, okay, Charles Manson, you know, I don't know if you've read anything of his. I read his autobiography, I highly recommend it. It almost brainwashes you a little bit, but like, how do these people get
1: this following who are like, yes, I'm I have so- no idea.
0: Especially, especially like, like Jim this.
1: Jones, you know, I think about that too. I recently read an article about Jim Jones, lately, remember that drinking the Kool Aid? Mm-hmm. How did he get this many people? It, it just blows my mind. Yeah, I, just, I mean,
0: it's even like the the Nexium, right? With Keith Rainier. Yeah. How? And that guy was
1: freaking gross. Yeah. You know,
0: like, I just, what does it take inside you to get to this point? And I, no offense to anybody who does MLM, but anytime anybody tried to get me into one of those multi-level marketing things, I always felt like it was in a cult. Like I've yeah. gone to the meetings before and I'm sitting there like... I ain't drinking this Kool-Aid because I ain't dying without the rest of y'all. But it's like, are you like in a susceptible position where you're like, you needed this group to make you feel a certain way? I'm not talking about MLM that way. I'm just saying with the Nexium or whatever the other cults that are out there. Are you just at a point in your life where you're like super low and you're just looking
1: for that fulfillment and that I mean, think about how many there's been in history. Heaven's Gate. Yes. There's been Waco. There's been so many instances of these cults of people doing bad things where they're like yeah sure fuck it i'm gonna do this bad thing like what
0: no yeah Mm yeah and i hmm. i i must not be an influential talker a sheep
1: I'm not a sheep.
0: That too, but I'm saying like to get people to. I mean, you won't even kill somebody with me, so you're no. my best friend. I'm I'm messing up somehow. <laughs> I need to start reading some like self help books and like how to get your best friend to kill somebody how with you. How
1: to make your best friend easily influenced by you?
0: <laughs> I just I even as a teenager. There is not a chance in hell no. you could have ever convinced me to hit somebody, much less try to kill somebody. Let alone dab somebody and put them in a trunk and light them on fire. Like, I mean, oh I was God. the type of person in high school where if I saw people picking on a kid, I would go help that kid.
1: Me too. I remember even like... At work, somebody in the kitchen was making fun of somebody else in the kitchen. I didn't even know them, and I stood up for them. And it took this person like two weeks, but they came up to me they were like, thank you for saying something. It meant a lot. You know, even as a grown woman, I will still defend somebody if I feel like they're being picked on. The people who can't defend themselves need the most
0: help, and we're all in this freaking crazy ass life together mm-hmm. right like why go out of your way to be mean to people yeah. i will never understand that but what is it yeah what what are you getting out of it but this like, case man gina this is one that's gonna sit with me and I, I haven't even read all the details on wikipedia i can't even imagine well if you don't want to be thoroughly disturbed don't it's awful to me i'm just i'm sorry i have to say it but the parents missed the mark somehow on this one yeah. like your children have no empathy <sighs> hmm
1: well, Ugh. it's very tragic that she died, and you know, so kudos sad. So to her mom for being a the bigger best man than I? Yeah. Mm-mm. I would have s- went
0: the way of the dad. I probably would have drank myself crazy, or I
1: would be in prison for. Yeah, it's very sad that her mm. dad drank himself to death too. Just, just a horrible story. The world is crazy. <sighs> Yikes! All right, well, next episode, what? Are we recording next episode?
0: I think we're gonna to need to do a mix bag, mixed bag nuts. of nuts.
1: Okay, I feel so. Or salty. maybe we're gonna have a special guest. <gasps> you know what? Exactly. I think it could be time to finally have a first guest on. Yeah, I don't know. I think
0: one of us might be on a little vacation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it might happen. It may happen. Y'all better still listen. I'll kick your ass! If so you don't. just stay
1: tuned. Stay tuned as to what's happening next here at Blonde oh, Moments oh, Podcast. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> all right, I will end with our blonde joke. I feel like we need a joke. After we need all that. we need like five jokes right now. Yeah, blonde number one. Don't tell anyone, but bees really scare me. Blonde number two. Don't worry, the whole alphabet scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of how many different ways this could go. (laughs)